This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to our second hour of Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Uh, as we are in the midst of uh, summer weather and summer conditions, Father Jason Leffer joining me, Father James Gross, here in our Grand Forks studio. You know, so Father Gross, are you, I mean, these are strange times, and yeah. I don't know, in some ways it's hard to celebrate things, but I think we just, do you have any 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 ideas or thoughts about how you're going to uh, celebrate your anniversary tomorrow? Um, probably just uh, enjoying some, uh, enjoying a little bit of downtime. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have anything formal uh, going. I've got a, a whole bunch of a whole bunch of appointments today, so at least tomorrow will feel like a little bit of a relief. We also have um, a time of adoration for the first Friday tomorrow, so um, spending time with our Lord in prayer is always a good thing to do. Yeah, I know uh, tomorrow. I'll I'll have uh, we'll have adoration with the folks and, and daily mass, which is we don't take that for granted yeah. anymore. But yeah, but is kind of low key. I, I think I'm planning a bike ride for myself. I'm going to go ride up and up the hill. I always call it the hill. We live on the. <laughs> it's it's about a you know 500 foot drop where the, where the, the valley head. meets the prairie. Yeah, yeah, the the old Lake Agassiz thing. But but this summer, um, so there's a number of things. So my dad's turning 80. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 50. My two nieces graduate from college and from high school. And there's other kind of smatterings. I think we're going to all congregate into the megatropolis of Leffer, North Dakota. Excellent. And last week in July, and we're going to have a piece of cake and a toast of champagne. Yeah, that and sounds just, wonderful. So we'll put it all together at one time. I'm also reminded that in that same part of the state, uh, the Medora Musical is going to go forward this summer. So they're what starting later in June. They're just spacing out the seats that they're selling. And on weekends, I believe in July, they're going to add a second daily show Saturday and Sunday to accommodate additional people you know that that is so important and we'll probably get into this with deacon mark here who's going to be our guest in a second here but just even driving in today i I tell you i cannot express how like i look out and see the crops coming up and the farmers out in the field and you're just like heavenly father thank you for normal things thank you for just something normal there's Mm -hmm. there's no violence going on there's no covid going on out here there's tractors in the field there's farmers having fun in the dirt Thank you, Heavenly Father. I mean, I just you can't express what that did to my right. soul just mm-hmm. to just to see that we're yeah the things one would take for granted even a year ago. So, you look around. So today the Medora musical that's a stable in the state of North Dakota, and it, the, to hear that that's actually going on. Like last yeah. night, I had this conversation with they've canceled baseball. You know, mm-hmm. and they're just like, how do you cancel baseball? You cancel the swimming pool. So people are really sad. They're filled with sorrow at this time. So yeah. we need some normal things. Right, right. To kind of fill in that gap of uh, organized things that would ordinarily be happening and aren't happening. Um, I have a uh, I have a relative who was a niece who is a priest and his nieces and nephews said, well, do we call him father uncle or uncle father? We're not sure. So I have the same dilemma with our next uh, guest here. Do we call him Deacon Doctor or Dr. Deacon? But uh, we'll stick with Deacon Mark Krejci, who is the Director of Ministries of Marriage, Family, and the Respect for Life Office in the Diocese of Crookston, Minnesota. Deacon, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Well, great, great to be on with you guys again, and, and happy anniversary, Father. And as a farm kid, I resonate with that uh, talk about you know farmers out in the field. It just it, it is normal. You know, it's a great vision of what life coming forth in the Upper Midwest with um, the farmers out in the field. 
Absolutely. And uh, with tomorrow also being the Memorial of St. Boniface, there was a rural parish near where I grew up called St. Boniface, where my mom had belonged, uh, to which my mom had belonged when she was growing up. So, yes, those those kind of ideas all weave together. Why don't we begin with this, Deacon, here? Can you just kind of set the table for us of this series of articles that you are providing for the um, Our Northland Diocese uh, publication and the Diocese of Crookston? Right. Uh, what what we're doing with this, you know, and I, I write this ongoing uh, column, Praying with the Family, and um, over the next um, uh, month, uh, there's going to be a series about how parents can sit down with their high school daughter, their high school sons, and have a conversation about marriage. And, um, of course, you know, parents witness a lot about the sacrament of marriage by the way they live their married life. But this um, series of conversations, and there's this online um, um, set of conversations kind of behind this that we're going to direct people to when the series is done, um, it's really to help the parents teach the children about um, what the Church teaches about marriage. And we get into the Catechism, and we get into Theology of the Body from John Paul, St. John Paul II, and we cover parts of Amoris Laetitia, and the model of it goes back to what many parishes do for First Communion and First Reconciliation. You know, they send that guidebook home for parents to sit down with their child to kind of go through, well, what is this sacrament about? And, and it's a great model of parents teaching their children about the sacraments. Well, we were talking about it in the diocese, and we thought, why don't we have parents do that about marriage with their high school students? Because a lot of times marriage preparation is something we think of only, oh, that takes place after they're engaged. But, you know, the Church, going back to the Second Vatican Council, in fact, has said we should be, you know, preparing people for marriage in very remote times, you know, years before they're going to get married. We as a Church have to prepare people for this blessed sacrament. So, Deacon Mark, could we let's take maybe, I'll call it a progressive approach to this. Let's take a step back and then let's just walk up through this so could you help us like let's take like the fathers the husbands and fathers let's take the wife and mother let's start with the husbands and fathers what what are some practical things that maybe the dads are responsible for like again in that remote preparation um what are the some outside of taking this program and teaching them i'm just saying as being dads and fathers for their children what are some of the things that they should be thinking about that to be communicating uh, for the children? Well, you know, I, I two things I, I, I'll pivot to right away. First of all, is the, the Father's call to love their wives as Christ loved the Church, and to demonstrate that commitment of love. Um, you know, the Church, you know, is our bridegroom, and Christ gave his life up for for the Church. And, and the husbands, we're to focus our entire life around our family and, and our wife. And, uh, and and it starts with that. And then the second thing I'd say is um, lead the family in prayer for the sake of your marriage. You know, husbands and wives, get together and pray for your marriage every day and let your children see that. Um, you know, and, and so yeah, at a real basic level, you know, it can start with that. But then, you know, for parents to be able to prepare their children for um you know, what is marriage, and what is the sacrament, and why do we teach what we teach about the sacrament, which we take from, from Jesus, of course. 
Um, and I think for for dads to be able to say that would be would be a great witness to their okay, children. Okay, so let's say that there's a dad listening right now. What could you give him? Like, if he was going to go home tonight, and what? How would he? How would he approach his wife or his kids? What would he do in a very simple way to be an example of prayer that you just said? What would it look like? Well, in in terms of prayer, um, walk up to your wife and say to your wife, if you're not already doing this, I'm assuming, but if you're not doing this, walk up to your wife and say, would you pray with me right now for our marriage? And say a Hail Mary. Say an Our Father. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be elaborate. But be that prayer leader in your family. And it it, it would be a great witness in your family tonight. Okay, and then how about on the side of the the wives and the mothers? What what are maybe one or two things that they kind of need to bear to make this thing really uh, be a little more complete? Well, you know, and and, and of course, a lot of things I could talk about. But moms, talk with your sons about what kind of man they should be. What kind of man they should be for their wives, that, that Christ is calling us to be. Um, you know, moms and daughters, yes, of course. I'm not saying don't do that. But moms, talk to your sons, you know. And, you know, and, and going back to dads, you know, there's a story I heard one time where uh, a dad um, came home and the boys, they had, they had all boys in this family. The boys are supposed to be doing some chores. And they never got to it, and the mom was having to get on them all day, all day, and got, get on them, get on them. And, and, and so the dad comes, comes home and calls the boys together and says, I never want to see you treat my wife like that again. When you're given something to do, you do it. You know, and, and there he, he gave this great expression of love and support to his wife in front of the boys. That's beautiful. That is exactly. beautiful. You know, another thing that strikes me, because if we're talking about remote preparation for marriage with our children coming from the parents, to me it's the, I'm doing, you know, many marriage preps in my priesthood across the years. Um, I think that we we just absolutely struggle with the whole concept of friendship or how to be a friend. Or mm-hmm. So what does friendship have to do with marriage and what are the, what's the parents' responsibility to teach their children about friendship? How does that element fit together? Well, yeah, one part of the conversation is what is authentic love in marriage? And, you know, and for the parents, you know, and maybe they share those stories with the with their children about the romantic time dad first saw mom or mom was asked by dad to dance or, you know, and those are wonderful times and that romantic love that was there. But then for parents to be able to talk about the deep love of friendship, and, you know, every, every married couple, their best friend should be their spouse, you know, and, 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 and to talk about how that, that love of friendship um, is, is a love that sustains marriage. Right. Well, Deacon, um, another question that I was thinking of, I think a lot, what, what happens is kind of a certain passivity. There's that joke about the phrase, do as I say, not as I do, um, that yeah. so many parents have uttered that before and, and uh, are, are tempted to say that. Um, can, you, can you speak to how we can uh, overcome sort of that, that passivity that um, is just relying on, okay, I'm, you know, talking about certain things that are priorities, but how do we get beyond that to live them out? Yeah, and one of the things with the full conversation guide um, that parents will be able to access to our website, um, the parents are going to have to reflect on their own marriage, and which is which is a wonderful witness to their children. 
you know, that they're willing to take a look at, yeah, what do we do well and man, what do we need to improve? What else could we do differently? How, how could we make God more at the center of our marriage? And, um, yeah, you know, and I think for, for children to see the parents, you know, talk about that and, and take a look at what the church teaches about marriage and then reflect in front of their children. How well do we do applying that to our lives? You know, parents will say, well, you know, kids, they'll just take a look at how we're married to each other and we'll learn from that. And, and no doubt they will. But we have so many forces in society right now that are telling people about what marriage is all about. It's disposable, it's changeable, it's, it's, it, it's, mm-hmm. it's fleeting, um, it's not permanent. Uh, you know, it, it, it'd be good for parents to talk to the children while they're in the home about what the church teaches about marriage and God's plan yeah. for marriage. Amen to that. Well, hang tight, Deacon. We're going to step aside for a brief break, but after the break, we'll continue this conversation with Deacon Mark Krejci, especially talking about how to counteract um, mental uh, challenges in the midst of these uh, challenging times. So uh, Real Presence Live will be coming right back after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these planned gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I chose Mount Marty over at State School because of the small classroom sizes and because of the small faculty to student ratio. I want to be able to develop a relationship with my professors and not just be a number on the wall. Hello, my name is Mitchell Lahneman. I'm a junior at Mount Marty College and I'm originally from Adrian, Minnesota. You can really develop relationships with your professors and Mount Marty offers lots of opportunities such as leadership positions and different clubs and activities to participate in. Mount Marty College, experience the momentum. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. Father James Gross and Father Jason Leffer joining you from our Grand Forks studios. And I just want to remind you of our website, realpresenceradio.com, where you can get updated information on our programming schedules. And you can also uh, keep track of uh, the prayer requests that people are submitting, or if you want to submit a prayer request for yourself. And as we pray the rosary later on this hour, we will be uniting those prayer requests uh, with our personal intentions. So realpresenceradio.com. Also remember that the um, encore presentations of Real Presence Live programs air on Saturdays uh, from Monday through Friday in consecutive order, beginning at 6 a.m. Central. I was about to say Eastern. (laughs) We're not quite that far reaching yet. Uh, 6 a.m. Central and 5 a.m. Mountain Time. The... uh do we, we? You and I end up in a pretty good time slot when we do these. This week it'll be noon to two. I mean, yeah, yeah. We get we get the the, so the as as you're running errands, going to lunch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, all, at at all times for all purposes, people should have their uh, dial set to so remember that superhero radio. power that we have, seeing the future in advance. We're, so right now we're communicating <laughs> with the people on Saturday from from noon to two. We're, we're thinking about you at this moment as you're tune in, tune in Saturday <laughs> shopping. So Deacon Mark Creechy, we've been visiting with him about remote preparation, parents responsibility to their children. Uh, Deacon Mark, you triggered a powerful memory for me when you were mentioning about um, children knowing their parents' story. It's interesting, like when I do marriage prep with, with couples, that's one of the main questions I'll go to is tell me about your mom and dad's marriage to each of the 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 fiancés, you know, and, and I, I'm I'm so shocked so many times when they don't know their mom and dad's story. They don't know how they met. They don't know what's behind it or, you know, so, and I, to me, that's always a tragedy because you, you build off of what you know. And so I always encourage them where I say, well, you know, before the two of you get married, you need to go, if the parents are still living, you need to go and, and speak to them and find out their story. You, this is your story. You need to know this story. Well, my parents, um, about five years ago here now, uh, they celebrated their 50th anniversary and unbeknownst to us, our mom was going to die shortly. We didn't know that she was sick at that moment. And we, we had never taken a family vacation. It just turned out like here we were as adults, we're going. And I just asked this quote, innocent question. How did you guys meet? You know? And it was, it was hilarious because mom's version and dad's version were completely different. <laughs> They're completely different. <laughs> you know, dad, dad's version had a red dress in it. It's hilarious. My mom was like, I've never owned a red dress in my life. You know? and, and it became this incredible bonding story for all of us and teasing mom and dad. And it, even then at mom's funeral, it came up and it became this memory for my dad, a real living thing that was actually healing. And here just a, a short while ago, my, my dad kind of said to me, well, maybe mom was right. Maybe she didn't have a red dress, you know, <laughs> but, but I, you know, Deacon Mark, I bring that up just because it's, um, the, the power of the story, healing instruction and preparing, you know, actually getting, engaging your imagination as a child looking forward. Well, what's my story going to be kind of a thing. Could could you speak to that a little bit? Why that is so important? Well, I, I think it's important for the children to see how the, their parents, um, not only you know met, which is wonderful, and but then continued to, to deepen their love over the course of the marriage. Maybe hit times of challenge or or desert, but then how they worked through that. Um, for you know, for for children, for young people to hear that you know you meet that perfect person and you have that perfect wedding day, which is you know so over the top in some cases and. Um, well, and then it's, it goes on autopilot after that. I mean, I've, I've done enough marriage therapy over the years where I had some couples who thought, yeah, okay, it's all going to work out now. 
No, it's a, it's an ongoing work in progress. It's a living sacrament. And so for parents to share their stories, not only of, oh, when, when you met and when you first started dating and what your wedding day was like and, and then what that first year of marriage was like and when the first child came along and, and, and to give that rich story. I mean, I have stories from not only my parents, but then also from my grandparents and the, the rich stories that they gave. And I mean, my, my grandpa Creechie gave me some witnesses of what a man is to be like in marriage that I'll never forget. We're visiting with Deacon Mark Creechie, who's joining us from the Diocese of Crookston. And uh, Deacon, during the break, you alluded to something uh, very interesting. In the last two and a half months, there have been all of these households that have had extra time on their hands, lots more time uh, with one another, especially at a dynamic of husbands and wives. And um, uh, you have been noticing some of the um, reporting on this, or at least uh, um, essays and reflections in various uh, psychology journals. Uh, so so what, uh, what kind of research, what sorts of uh, things have you been coming across as people have been evaluating what these last weeks have been like? Well, yeah, in, in the marriage and family therapy area, um, the, you know, one of the things that have regularly come up is the, um, the different roles people have to do now inside the home with each other every day, meaning um, one or both spouses might be working at home. Uh, usually work is a thing that happens out there. But now they have to find a space, not only physically, but also in terms of time, to do the work at home. Well, for families with young children, uh, many of them have also then had to take on the role of of teachers. And how do they balance all of those roles? And and whose job is is going to be set aside during this time of day to help the children with the work? And so all sorts of new stressors have come up. And then with that, of course, you know, some couples have used it as an opportunity to, to you, know, you know, develop a deeper um, bond with each other. You know, that, boy, we're, we're working this family thing in a way we've never done it before. On, on the other hand, you know, some families are at the encounter of the stress friction develops. And, and something that I've been talking about whenever I get a chance um, it has been to talk about the importance of prayer in the family. And with this increased amount of time together, what a, what a great opportunity to carve out a niche in the day, if you're not already doing this, to take some time to pray with each other. And, and no, matter what, no matter how old you are, how many years you've been married, it would be a great habit to start if you're not already doing it. Excellent. You know, I was thinking, um, again, but you're, well, the things you say here just stimulate thoughts. I mean, Deacon Mark, you know, it's like, um, and just recently some conversations with my, my own brother, and he was sharing, he and his wife and their their children during these days of, it was almost like a, a family retreat, you know, these days mm-hmm. and how they were renewed yeah. both in, renewed in merit, uh, prayer of spouses, but then not time with each other, but then with the individual children as well. Like it was an opportunity to give attention to maybe that, you know, in a way that hadn't been done before. And one of the things um, now that it's opening up a little more, my, my brother and his son, who's a teenager, they, um, they've been going on these bike rides together. And I just, and my brother was sharing with me what they're doing, what they're experiencing and, and talking about. And I just, I don't know, it comforted my heart as a priest to hear about my brother and his son 
going out as guys on a bike ride or whatever. And like, and his son, you know, he's always had all these girls around him. He's always like, oh, can't we do something as guys? There's never enough boys in the world. It's always girls, 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 you know. And I'm like, well, just hold on, Max. It's about to change, you know, for him. But <laughs> he won't he, mind that so much. <laughs> exactly. But talk about perfect bonding between father and son at, at this time. It couldn't have been more perfect for the just psychosexual development of his son as they they go on these bike rides and and I, anyway as a celibate priest it was such a comfort to me to hear about that and it inspired me actually well and and something i'll just kick out to in your parishes look around for the people who've been economically hurt by this who are unemployed who've been laid off and families look at adopting other families you know help 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 them out um, as as a parish family reaching out to these people because there, there are a lot of people have lost their jobs have lost their income and um, and and it would be a great family ministry to to find those families and help them through this difficult time. Yeah, we definitely think about those uh, neighbors and those within our communities who are struggling. In terms of just kind of in the last couple of minutes that we have here, Deacon, uh, Father Leffer and I have been thinking about um, the um, uh, the particular mental um, anguish that uh, a lot of people may have been going through, those who live alone, those who don't have a lot of family nearby. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, if you could give a, a word of encouragement from, you know, not only your faith life, but your, but your background in terms of... Um, uh, how to persevere uh, through, you know, what's becoming a, a lengthy ordeal for them. Yeah, and, and social isolation, you know, especially with the elderly not being able to see relatives. Um, you know, it, it's incredible the number of people who know what Zoom is now and are, are connecting with their families face-to-face through that um, approach. Um, but, you know, for the, for the folks that are alone, you, you know, reach out to others. Reach out, give people calls. I, you know, by chance I called somebody the other day that I knew was kind of isolated, and I just assumed that family members had been calling him, but it turned out that wasn't the case. You know, and, and for whatever reason, you know, so think about those, those folks that are maybe isolated. Give them a call, ask them, how are they doing? You know, what, what, what's going on? Can I get you anything? Yeah, and it's about it's about uh, taking that first step and not uh, convincing yourself that you have to wait for somebody else to do it. So uh, being proactive, right. right? Yeah. Well, and I've heard you know priests and deacons during the shutdown um, in many parishes were calling their parishioners, just call, you know going down the phone call the phone list, and it's a great way also to maybe connect with parishioners that you haven't seen in a while too. You know, just to check in and see how they're doing. I know it was interesting yesterday in Bishop's homily, he, he stressed how thanking the priest for everything they've done to do this, but now uh, there's almost like an emphasis on a new invitation to people who have maybe gotten used to not going to Mass or whatever, reaching mm-hmm. out and calling them how important that is going to be moving forward here as well. Right, right. Yeah, well, amen. Okay, well, Deacon, thank you very much for taking the time to visit with us today, and uh, blessings to you and your continued ministry. And, and to you and yours as well. 
Thank you very much. And so if you go to the website, crookston.org, you'll be able to find those uh, columns from Deacon Mark Krejci uh, in the R Northland Diocese newspaper. Well, coming up after this break, we will take some time to pray for your specific intentions. It's Thursday, so we'll be calling to mind the luminous mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary. Whatever you might need prayers for, we will lay them at the feet of Jesus through our Blessed Mother. That's right around the corner when Real Presence Live continues. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 